0: To the first episode of Season 3 of Buildercast. Buildercast is created and produced by Carolina's AGC with the goal of reaching a wider audience and providing information that contributes to the success of our industry. In this series, we'll discuss and celebrate women in construction from many angles. Our conversations will be with women who are dedicated leaders, drivers of change, and powerhouses in our industry This episode in particular will highlight the inherent qualities and characteristics of women that lend themselves perfectly to this industry. Additionally, this industry offers so many opportunities perfectly suited for women. I'm Sharon Walters, producer and co-host of Buildercast. But let's get to the important part. I am happy to be joined today for episode one by Tammy Ford, our staff host, and a very special uh, guest speaker. So Tammy is the director of our Build Your Career Initiative, and she will dig into the history, stats, future, and opportunities with Nora Spencer, who is the founder and CEO of Hope Renovations, a nonprofit that empowers women to seek careers in construction trades by providing pre-apprenticeship training in the industry. So Tammy, I know that our listeners would much rather hear from you guys, and I will let you take it from here.
1: Hello, everyone. This is Tammy Ford, director of the Carolina's AGC Foundation's Build Your Career Workforce Development Initiative, and I'm so pleased to be speaking today with Nora. Hope Renovations, a recent addition to the Carolina's AGC family of members, is a nonprofit organization that's not only dedicated to empowering women to pursue their dream careers in the construction industry by providing skilled trades training to their female program participants, but they also provide professional skills training, support services, mentoring, and employment opportunities. So please welcome Nora Spencer with Hope Renovations. Nora, thank you so much for joining us today as we celebrate and acknowledge women in construction.
2: Thank you so much for the invitation, Tammy. I'm really excited to be here.
1: Well, we're excited to have you. Well, we've got a lot to cover today, so let's jump right into our first talking point of the day, and that's starting out with a brief overview of the history of women in the industry and their role. You know, kind of a quick snapshot of where we began and how we got started in the industry
2: yeah, definitely. um we've come a long way uh the first documented woman on a construction site in the u s was Actually, in 1883, and it was Emily Roebling, and she was an architect who stepped up to replace her husband who'd fallen ill working on the Brooklyn Bridge. Um, during the war years, uh, in particular, we're all familiar with the imagery of Rosie the Riveter. Uh, you know, you started to see more women taking on the non-traditional jobs that they hadn't really been a part of before that as their men went off to war. Um, but then after the men came back, um, you know, women kind of went back to a lot of the jobs that they were more accustomed to working in. Um, and we didn't see a whole lot of increase for a while. Um, in fact, uh, The the peak of women's employment in construction kind of hit in the 70s. And it really stayed about the same until about 10 years ago. Um, Over the last 30 years or so, it has been growing a little. And then in the past uh, few years, there's actually been almost an 11% increase in the number of women um, in the industry. And that's the most in about 20 years in terms of an increase. Um, in 2020, wow. women made up almost 11% of the total number of people in the construction industry, and that's that's the most ever. Um, so we've we've definitely come a long way over the years.
1: We certainly have. Um, I love those stats and, and I love you bringing up the image of Rosie the Riveter. I think everybody's familiar with that image and, and it's certainly one that resonates well with, with women uh, across the board and certainly those of us that are lucky enough to work in this industry. Um, so we kicked off the podcast today by discussing where women started in the industry. So this is certainly a natural point to transition over to talking about where women are now. Uh, in the industry, kind of how our roles are evolving and how the industry is evolving overall to embrace more women in the field and also in creating more opportunities for women to enter the construction industry and to excel. Can you talk a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, definitely. So, you know, traditionally, uh, and, and even today, the majority of women in our industry are um, they're in administrative positions, their management level, they might be in design, architecture, um, on the engineering side. But more and more in recent years, you're seeing women actually get into the skilled trades, the hands-on work. And that's a real change um, that's just come about really in the last decade or so. Um, I think we're all very familiar with the concept of the uh, critical skills gap that exists. You know, we've been talking about this as right. an industry for some time that, you know, there's, there's just not enough people doing this anymore. You know, after the, uh, the GI Bill came on the same college became the, the ultimate thing that you wanted after high school. And it, it became less, less sexy if you will, to go into the trades unless people started doing it. And, and as a result, here we are, you know, 60, 70 years later with, too many people retiring and not enough people coming into the workforce. Um, Of course, you know, women have never really had a seat at the table. So for women, it's never really been a skills gap. It's really been an opportunity gap. Uh, Women have not had access because it's not traditionally been something that we ever learned about or that people talked about us. Uh, To us when we were young, Um, you know, when I was doing research leading up to to starting up Hope Renovations, that was something that came up a lot was that construction was just like the rest of the STEM fields, science, technology, engineering, and math. Uh, It's not something that girls learn about as much as boys. So it's not something that's on our radar. Um, But that's changing now. You know, like we like to say a lot of times that if you can't see it, you can't be it. And you're really starting to see women in the trades. And that is uh, encouraging and empowering lots more women to consider it as a career to start picking up those tools and to come into the industry, not just in those administrative management positions, but as actual skilled workers.
1: Exactly. Um, and, and again, what you said, it just goes to illustrate um, how the uh, industry is evolving um, to, to offer, you know, those additional opportunities for, um, you know, action oriented uh, field worker roles. Um, you know, the other interesting thing to note is that the gender wage gap is significantly smaller in the construction industry, right. uh, more so than a lot of other industries um, you absolutely. know, can you talk a minute about, um, you know, what women on, on average are earning as compared to their male counterparts?
2: Yeah, absolutely. It, and it, it really, like when 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 I first heard this, it blew me away. Um, you know, on average in the U.S., women earn about 80 to 82 cents per dollar of what mm-hmm. men make, depending on, on the, the state and the industry. Um, however, in the construction industry across the board, women earn 97 to 99 cents of a man's dollar. It's a much smaller gender pay gap. And a lot of the reason for that is women haven't had a seat at the table for so long. But what that means is it's actually created a lot of opportunity for women because you're coming into an industry where there's not this cultural expectation that women are not worth as much. You know, so as women are coming into the industry, they're getting paid as much as their male counterparts, and that is specific to the construction industry. You don't find that in any other industry.
1: You know, there's so many wide ranging uh, diversity and inclusion efforts our industry is committing to across the board to promote construction career exposure to women through highly targeted marketing campaigns, recruitment initiatives and training uh, to create those additional opportunities for women. So any thoughts on where women are headed next in the industry?
2: Yeah, um, I and I I base this on our own experience. So, uh, you know, Hope Renovations is a training program and we train um, women and primarily underemployed women um, for jobs in the trades. And what we're seeing with women coming into our program and their uh, their interests, we want to start out working. They want to start out getting their hands dirty but they're very interested in entrepreneurship. That is where they want to go. And it makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. we we uh, tend towards opportunities to, you know, uh, run our own business, um, have our own small business. And um, women are really seeing that open opportunity in this industry. So I think First of all, I think that in the next 10 years or so, it's not going to be unusual at all to see a woman on, on a job site. You know, you're not going to like look and, and see a woman uh, running a heavy machine and thinking, hey, that's a that's a chick. Um, that's not going to be nearly <laughs> as unusual. Um, but the other thing that we're going to see a lot more of is women going into entrepreneurial ventures in the trades and in the construction industry um, and kind of making this industry our own, if you will.
1: I love to hear that. And, and we certainly are uh, making those strides and well on our way. Um, Nora, we talked about the history of women in the industry, kind of where we started, where we are now, how we're evolving and where we're headed next. Can you share with our listeners your thoughts on why women have so much to offer this industry?
2: There's a lot of reasons, in my opinion. And uh, of course, I'm a woman, so I'm a little biased, but it's not just me. <laughs> I have had so many conversations over the years, Um, you know, early earlier in my career, when I first started kind of getting into remodeling work and meeting uh, men who were contractors and had, you know, businesses in the industry, I often would hear them say, you know, the best employee I ever had was a woman. And, you know, uh, the the ones that would show up and the ones that were so detail oriented were women. Um, and, mm-hmm. and that, you know, as, as I've developed Hope Innovations and had conversations with employers and particularly male employers, those are the types of characteristics they always land on women. Women are good at details. They are tenacious. They don't give up. They, you know, they're, they're, uh, they, are curious learners. They love to learn. Um, and then there's the soft skills side of things too. I had a, a conversation with an employer not long ago and he said, you know, women show up. They they're good to people on the team. They're kind. Um, They are are customer service oriented. Um, We just have a different way of looking at work a lot of times than men do. And I think that is really appreciated and very needed in this industry. And that's really what employers uh, come to us for and what they're most excited about.
1: Absolutely. I mean, um, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, You know, we, Typically, tend to possess traits and qualities and characteristics that are desirable to to excel and succeed in this industry. Um, you know, regardless of gender, um, both genders possess those traits, but you know, uh, it does make us great candidates for construction careers in this industry. So, definitely glad you um, mentioned all of those traits. Uh, you know, so as I was introducing you to our listeners, I gave some brief information on Hope Renovations, and and you talked a little bit about it more in one of your previous responses. But can you please take a few moments to share with our listeners a little bit more about the Hope Renovation story, you know, your mission and your future goals, maybe even possibly share a uh, success story with our listeners today.
2: I would love to. I always love talking about
1: what we're doing. So um. <laughs> I thought you might like to do that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part. Um, yeah, I, I had a background, actually, I spent a 15-year career in uh Human resources and recruiting and training with really big corporations. And um, one of those was Lowe's corporate headquarters. And that's where I first started uh, gaining an understanding of the trades. I started doing some stuff for myself um, just because mostly I was too cheap to hire somebody to do it. And I thought, hey, I'm smart <laughs> to be able to figure out how to do this. Um, and I loved it. And I, as I learned more about the trades, as I started taking on some remodeling jobs, Um, It always bugged me that I never saw any women doing it. And um, later on in my career, I decided to kind of do a 180. And I went back to graduate school for a master's in social work. Um, Didn't necessarily know what I was going to do with it, but I knew I wanted to use my background to bring about some kind of social change for women. Um, I did an internship at a homeless shelter while I was in my grad program. And, you know, these are women who had been trapped in low-wage jobs, um, just stuck in that cycle and unable to lift themselves out of poverty because you can't lift yourself out of poverty if you're not making living wages. And I would talk to them about jobs and the trades. And for the most part, they were very interested. They were very excited about it. You know, a lot of them said, yeah, I've always been good with my hands. I think I could do stuff like that. But there was such a gap in their understanding of how to go from no skills whatsoever to getting on a job site. It's not something anyone had ever talked to them about. The idea of college or community college was just totally inaccessible to them. Um, It was just, you know, this, this perfect example of the opportunity gap for women in this industry. So I came up with the idea for Hope Renovations. I decided to start a training program for women that would help fill that gap, give them access to these great living wage paying jobs um, so they could get out in the, into the construction industry, fill that workforce gap, and make better lives for themselves. Um, we just launched last summer uh, in the middle of a global pandemic, which I don't like <laughs>
1: to. Um, Uh, Yeah, that had to be tough.
2: Yeah, it was real tough. A lot of lot of sleepless nights, but with really you know well thought out, well researched safety protocols, we got started. Um, So far, we've graduated 13 women from our program. We have six in our current cohort. One of them already has a job offer, and we're only halfway through. Um, Oh wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. We're, I mean, as as our program keeps going and more and more employers start finding out about us, they're reaching out earlier and earlier and saying, you know, get me some of these women. Um, it's a pre-apprenticeship program. So women coming out of our program, um, they have an opportunity to learn um, a lot of uh, different pieces of all the different trades. So a little bit of carpentry, electrical plumbing, there's some HVAC in there, there's some painting and finishing and tiling, a little bit of everything. Um, and then we spend a lot of time on mentoring and career coaching, some of the soft skills stuff like conflict management. Um, and, and then what makes us really unique is that since we're social workers, I'm a social worker, construction worker, I like to say. Seems seems weird, but they actually <laughs> go really well together. Um, we spend a lot of time helping women address a lot of the common barriers to sustaining employment. So like if there's childcare that they need help with, if there's transportation they need resources for, we, we help refer them and point them towards those types of resources so that they come out on the other side of our training program, the absolute best employee that they can be so they can sustain a job and, and help themselves and their families. That is oh, fantastic. you asked about a success I mean, just, story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to remind you of that. Yeah, yeah, we have so many. Uh, one, one that comes to mind is uh, one of our Hope Gals. We call them Hope Gals. Um, Emily, yeah. Emily came to us kind of with the same background, like I talked about. She'd been in a lot of um, hourly jobs that weren't particularly well paying. She kind of jumped around, but she was super smart, and she just knew she was made for the trades. Uh, She just knew that this was the place for her. Um, She went through our program, you know, started out kind of shy, kind of quiet. By the end, that girl was like the picture of self-confidence. She was, you know, running saws like nobody's business. And she actually landed a job as a carpenter's apprentice um and she's doing great right now and and that's just one of a whole lot of success stories that that we have
1: um from the program and and I'm sure one of many more to come um that is fantastic I mean you know, just hearing about um that you kind of do a total start to finish kind of comprehensive program full mind body spirit with you know the the professional skills coaching and the mentoring and the support services and then the skilled trades training and the safety training and then following through with helping them with resume building and you know uh, prepping to to you know do the best they can on an interview all the way to employment I mean it really truly is like the 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 full scale effort and um I just think that's fantastic
0: Thank um you. I
1: don't know about you but I'm I'm hearing that old I am woman hear me roar song <laughs> in right
2: now. we, so, we
1: feel uh, it every day
2: in our bones being around these women. <laughs> I, I can't even tell you how, what it feels like to be inspired every single day like it's, it's just like I always say it's like a constant ray of sunshine just pouring right into my heart every single day watching these women do their thing
1: Well, I'm sure you've also inspired our female listeners who might be reassessing their current career pathways or maybe even in search of more sustainable career options like those found in construction to consider pursuing their dream career in the construction industry. So we really thank you for taking some time today to share your story. Um, That's all the time we have today for this edition of the Carolinas AGC BuilderCast. Nora, thank you again so much for taking time to be with us today, to share your industry expertise and your insight as we celebrate and acknowledge women in construction. To all our listeners, thank you for joining us today. And everyone, please continue to stay safe, healthy, and well. Have a great
0: day. (music) We sure hope you enjoyed the podcast today. Thank you so much, Tammy and Nora. Such a great discussion. And we'd like to say thanks to everyone for joining us for episode one of this very important series. So keep a lookout next week. We have plenty more on the way with so many success stories from inspiring women in our industry. If you don't want to miss BuilderCast, you can subscribe to our show and rate and review us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you aren't already a member, we'd love to welcome you and your company to the CAGC family. Check out CAGC.org forward slash YCAGC. Y'all stay safe, and we'll see you next week.